0: Welcome to the Nutrition Insight Project. I'm Hannah Saffold, your podcast host. I'm a dietitian, educator, creator, and mom. Here I'll be sharing with you my journey working on creating change in the nutrition world. We'll talk about all things nutrition and we'll go on some tangents too. I'm going to let my curiosity take the lead and I'm so excited you're here. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Nutrition Insight Project, the podcast. I am not on my trail today, and I have a brand new microphone, so I'm hoping that this sounds better for you guys out there. I was listening back to my first episode and um, making sure that uh, all of it was still I was still aligned with everything because it's actually been about a month since I recorded that. And, um, sorry for all the breathy, uh, (laughs) breathy words and my editing was not quite great. I apologize for that, but I'm, I'm learning as I go here and I am hoping that you are excited about this new podcast and this cause, um, you found me, (laughs) I have been trying to stay present with the Nutrition Insight Project and I've met with several program directors so far and they've all been lovely and I've made some wonderful connections Um, and at the same time as we have conversations about this cause and the Nutrition Insight Project Mainly I'm hearing that programs do not have the funds to pay um, someone like me from the outside to come in and facilitate a course like this. Just to let you in on what the Nutrition Insight Project actually is, because I'm realizing I haven't really given you much detail. Um, it is a course I created for nutrition students and dietitians to work on their own relationship with food and their body in order to then be Um, more resilient and more grounded and be able to do work helping others from that space. So that's the course. I've already made it. Um, It's all online and it's about I think like eight to nine hours of content, videos, written exercises and then I think what makes this course stand apart aside from it being around not just taking in knowledge but applying it to our own eating. Um, but what I think makes it stand apart is that I also meet with every participant. We meet for 30 minutes before you start the course and then 30 minutes at the very end. And that's in order to kind of process the material for me to individualize the experience for you and to personalize your experience as you go through the course. So uh, the other part at the end is to process you know how did the information land and we are engaging back and forth through each module through the written exercises um but the end is kind of the wrap-up processing in terms of what you gathered from the nutrition insight project and then what you are um, going to take forward with you and kind of what your dreams are for the future so that's a nutrition insight project and I'm, i'm trying to embed this i think my my main um line of attack in the beginning was like, I'm going to try to really embed this into dietetics curriculum and internship. And I'm realizing that, you know, those structures are so, uh, it's so bureaucratic. It's all about kind of funding and capacity. And are you checking off these individual competencies? And they're you know, the feedback I've gotten is there really isn't funds for something like something that's seen as extra like this. And, you know, for me, I'm like, this is not extra. This is a fundamental piece that's missing, you know, from our education, you know, making sure that we are feeling really solid in our own nutrition as we're studying nutrition. And then as we're working with clients and patients, right, we owe it to ourselves to have a good relationship with food i mean it's never perfect it's constantly going to be evolving but we have to have that value of uh developing that relationship with food ourselves so that we can take care of ourselves first and foremost so that if i'm you know if i'm struggling with disordered thoughts as a practitioner and then i'm talking about nutrition and food every day that can really harm me as the practitioner and keep me stuck, maybe, maybe maybe, dig myself deeper into disordered eating. Not to mention all the cultural forces at play that kind of feed in and reinforce disordered eating and oftentimes it's rewarded and normalized in our culture uh, to have disordered eating. Anyway, that's a, that's a, put a pin in that. We'll talk about that another day. Um, but so I, you know, I owe it to myself as the practitioner to be grounded and take care of myself so I can then help others, but then also so that I can serve my clients and my patients and do less harm and my uh i i really enjoy laura jean over at dietitian values and she kind of introduced that idea to me you know we learn in school do no harm and she kind of took put this spin on it which i really liked which was you know we're human and in interacting with other humans we're all complex and we're all emotional layered beings and as a practitioner interacting with people i will you know, not unintentionally, right? I will do harm sometimes, but working on doing less harm. So being aware of any um, biases or uh, disordered thinking, or even just um, places where my food and my what I'm doing with my clients feels incongruent, right? Where I might be feeling, hey, I'm I'm telling my clients to do one thing and then I'm doing something else, you know, that's going to cause a dissonance within me. And that can feel really unsettling. It can lead to kind of feelings of being unfulfilled, but also feeling like burnt out, feeling sadness, depression, like that incongruence in our work life and our personal life can lead to a lot of dissatisfaction in our work life, but also kind of in our Day to day life, and um, those are not, you know, separate in the sense that like our work is where we spend a lot of our time um, of our life. So our work is essentially our life, and it, there is um, a distinction, right? I have boundaries around when work starts, stops, starts and stops, and um, and also at the same time days go by hours are going by and how we how we live and interact in our environment on a day-to-day basis is is our life anyway all of that to say i feel like this course and this work is super important and as i mentioned my first approach was going Write to the program directors and figuring out if i could facilitate this project with the nutrition students directly through programs and have the programs pay for it that didn't seem to work out i haven't really had any programs i've had a few um, possibilities but not much yet so i'm kind of coming at it from the other angle now in terms of seeing if i can Market this and provide this directly to nutrition students and dietitians themselves and that is involving a whole nother host of skills <laughs> around creating. Uh, the the Instagram account, creating the TikTok account, (laughs) creating, you know, I already had a Facebook page. So that has been a journey in and of itself. And I think it's worth talking about here because my dietetics career so far, I've had several full time jobs part-time jobs um, none of them have really required me to do this social media online marketing type of thing so here i am 40 years old trying to figure out how to do instagram the reels and the stories and the posts and the hashtags and also hearing um, now it feels like TikTok is where a lot of the younger people are so i'm also trying to reach um, students on that platform, because that's where I'm hearing everyone's hanging out. So I'm also working on that. Um, simultaneously, I, you know, once you create account, you're like, you're in the community, you know, so I'm following, I'm like observing. And I haven't been a huge social media fan, and just in my life in general. And I'm finding, you know, there are parts to it that I'm really enjoying, and some of the creativity, and some of the the music, and the visuals, and just mainly talking with you guys <laughs> has been the best part. Um, I found it really challenging for me to distill my posts to a minute and a half or less right and and all of the things are saying oh it has to be like especially on TikTok, like it should not be longer than 30 seconds people are not going to listen to that so hence why I decided to start a podcast. These concepts that I'm hoping we can explore together are complicated, nuanced. They do not fit into that clean little 30 second video. And you know, there's a lot of content out there. There are a lot of dietitians who've been already on social media and they've like got it down. They're like totally crushing it. You know, even in like my specific area where it comes to like eating disorders and non-diet approach, weight inclusivity, like there are dietitians already who have like the funny videos and like the cool, like the funny audio with the, you know, all that stuff. It's like, that's all out there. There's so much information already out there. So what I'm trying to focus on is me and my message <laughs> rather than getting sucked into what everyone else is doing. And where I keep coming back to is this idea that nowadays we have so much information out there. Just like, it's almost like information overload where we we as nutrition students or dietitians or even just people if we're looking for information online on social media we can find it right i can even in my my account it's like i can find it on my account and what i think is missing is this message around it's not just the knowing that matters it's not just the reading of the inspirational carousel post. It's not just the three lines on that. It's not just um, me watching a video and agreeing with it and then continuing to scroll. It is what happens after we are off our screen. What happens when we are engaging in our Real life out outside of the screen and social media world. So I think that it almost adds in another layer of judgment and shame when, like I I might n- feel like I know all the information around nutrition, around disordered eating, around weight inclusivity, around um, general nutrition and all of the different parts of nutritional science. Like maybe I know all of that stuff, but we as humans can appreciate there's a ton of information and we can know it, and what really matters is how we integrate it into our lives and how we are moving forward. And it introduces a whole lot of shoulds when it's like, "Oh, I already know I know this stuff. Why does it feel so hard still? Why am I still struggling with disordered thoughts or why do I not love my body? Like maybe I'm trying to work with my clients on accepting their body, but I'm still holding on to small part of disordered eating or disordered thoughts or body image struggles myself. And so I'm You know, and clients can pick up on that, right? If I'm working with someone and I'm like, yes, you can fully, fully recover from your eating disorder and you can love your body unconditionally. Like if I don't really believe that myself, again, we're kind of back to that idea of dissonance and living a life that's incongruent where my inner world and my personal life are not congruent with my myself when i'm at work now there are places where we need to be professional and we need to have professional boundaries i don't want you guys to catch me wrong with that that is really important but more around how i'm feeling as a practitioner how grounded am i feeling in the work that we're doing and once i'm grounded in that and there is a congruence there clients can pick up on that authenticity and i think as practitioners we are really tasked with instilling hope in our clients who often feel hopeless. We are there for that connection, that light of, yes, you can do this. And in order to authentically offer that, we have to have felt it and feel it ourselves. So again, back to that idea of integration. So (laughs) where does this bring me with the Nutrition Insight Project? Well, I am working on continuing with the social media because I do think that's where a lot of people are getting information. And part of the Nutrition Insight Project is sharing that idea that as nutrition students and dietitians, we do not have to have all of our shit together. <laughs> it's okay if we, ha- we're, we have our own stuff. To deny that would be to deny our humanness, Right. So, we are coming to this profession, we're working in this profession as eaters, as people ourselves. And we need to honor that, we need to give ourselves space and care around our own eating and body image. So, that is the crux of this is to say, if you are a nutrition student, a dietitian, any kind of helper in that space, it is really important to first off kind of like, work through some of that shame and isolation and secrecy that you might be holding because in our field um there is a lot of that especially if you're currently struggling with it i think a lot of people after after the fact like oh i've recovered i'm like i'm you know that was in my past we hear that a fair amount nowadays the the secrecy around that has like gotten a lot better i would say in the last five to ten years but what what i think is like while you are struggling there is still a lot of isolation and a lot of self-judgment and blame and like, why can't I get this shit together? Why am I still feeling this way? And the message that I'm trying to convey is, um, it's more common than you think, and even more than that is, it's so important to get the support and the help that you need. And the Nutrition Insight Project is only one way that you can get support. Right? It's a way to kind of get the work started it has a lot of like the fundamentals of tuning into your body tuning into um your beliefs around food your food history what we are bringing into this profession and also some contact with me and at the same time Maybe it looks like you are seeing a therapist, or maybe there's a dietitian in your area that you trust and that you wanna work with. Um, maybe it's more around like finding support in your social circle. However it looks for you, I just want to encourage that support and try to spread the word around getting our own selves taken care of so then we can then be more resilient and grounded practitioners. I also, I I have been getting a lot of messages through my social media channels from dietitians and nutrition students who have struggled or are struggling now. And so I I know that it's challenging. Um, It feels vulnerable to admit that you are struggling and just you know with eating disorders there's already kind of this layer of shame around eating disorders and then if we throw on top of that a label of a nutrition student or a dietitian with certain expectations around how maybe you should eat or you should look or you should exercise or you should how you should feel about your body that adds another layer of shame on top of on top of already having shame so i um encourage everybody to just check in with ourselves. And I've also got um, a lot of feedback from program directors who feel like there is some space for this in a dietetics program. So I'm also working on being involved with the next competency review through the Ascend credentialing agency uh, who credentials programs. And I'm looking at how to incorporate this type of work as a competency that's required for DPD nutrition programs and uh, dietetic internships, so that You know, of course, like it might, it probably wouldn't be like the Nutrition Insight Project that every program would offer, but more around uh, programs having having to provide some neutral support to their students around their own nutrition, acknowledging that nutrition students and dietitians are at higher risk for eating disorder, eating disorders and disordered eating all along that spectrum, and make sure that it's very clear. Where, what avenues that these students can go to to get support, whether that's through something like the Nutrition Insight Project or, uh, Uh, dietitians on campus who are not their preceptors, who are totally neutral, um, making sure that programs offer that resource, resource to their students. So I'm coming at this from all different angles, and I'm hoping that I will be able to update you guys with some positive movement. I am in some conversations with some course platforms that might be able to amplify this course and get this out to more people who might benefit from it. So that's pretty exciting. And I will also say there's been a lot of ups and downs with this work. Like I said, I've kind of had to pivot from marketing towards nutrition programs to kind of marketing to all the individuals. And that's been a lot harder. I'm a full on entrepreneur. uh, And I, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't feel wholeheartedly that this is something that that the world really needs you know this it's not an easy path it's I mean I spend so much time thinking about this and you know on my runs I'm thinking about this when I'm uh laying in bed I'm thinking about this I think once I thought about how I was going to make an impact in my work like what would feel really aligned and important to me, this came to me, you know, this idea came to me. And right when I started, I was like, oh goodness, I'm going to be doing this. <laughs> and I kind of knew that this was the direction my life was going was to follow this cause all the way through. And so that's where I'm at. I'm I'm recognizing that I have to be working on patience and being okay with the pace that this process is going. That's been hard, <laughs> if I'm honest. I w- I wish it would go a little bit faster, but I really believe in this idea and it's the idea and it's my my heart that is keeping me going and it's pulling me along. I mean, this feels like it is my life's work to get this changed on a big scale. So yes, I have this course. Yes, um, I'm working on spreading this message and getting my course out there. But for me, my big dream is to get this program and to get this work and to get my messages out to the dietetics community nationally, globally, whatever. Because therapists do a great job with encouraging therapists in training to do their own therapy. That is very, very common. Some programs require that therapists have done therapy themselves. Why is it different for dieticians? We are working with people's food. And whether or not, let's say you're a dietitian that doesn't work with clients or doesn't work with food, simply having the label of like, I'm a dietitian" can put us at higher risk for disordered eating because there's, again, that layer of expectation of what that means when we take on that identity or take that on as part of our identity. So really, I think this work can benefit all nutrition students, all dietitians. And I'm sure many people and dietitians do this work on their own, and maybe their relationship with food was great, and they love eating and cooking, and that's how they got into nutrition. But I think for uh, quite a few of us, we get into nutrition because we have our own struggles with food and our weight and, or maybe we have a health condition that uh, has made nutrition really important in our lives. And so that's why we get into it. You know, a lot of us get in for personal reasons. I think that to ignore that fact is a disservice to us and to, to the clients and humans that we want to work with. And thanks for listening to my thoughts today. Hey, it's Hannah. Thanks for tuning in to the Nutrition Insight Project, the podcast. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and tuning into episode number two. I just wanted to take another minute to add in some concluding thoughts and to recap a little bit about how I actually am doing. Because I feel like showing up with my humanists is one of my most important values in this endeavor. I have been struggling a little bit with the pace of the work that I'm doing. I really am excited about getting this course out to nutrition students and dietitians, and I'm really excited about connecting and sharing the message and also providing support to students and dietitians who may be suffering. And I am struggling because it's taking it's taking a lot of time, and I'm having to really focus on staying grounded and moderating my energy social media while it's been pretty fun it can be draining of energy especially when it feels like i it's just slow going um the other part that i struggle with is social media and just kind of most of the internet stuff is very Flashy, short. You know, there's all this like, oh, make valuable content for people and then they'll follow you and then you can convert them and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I have no interest in that traditional marketing model of like power over and manipulation and all of those things. Side note, maybe that means that this as a business will fail, but I would rather fail and be aligned in my values than spend months or years of my life marketing a business in a way that doesn't feel aligned at least i can say i have really shot for the stars and run with this idea and really tried and if it ends up failing whatever that means then at least i've tried and given it my whole heart in a way that i can be really proud of i want to find people who resonate with what I'm doing, who could find value from what I'm doing, and who are genuinely interested in it. And uh, there's a lot of information out there on the internet and on all of the social media channels. So, you know, for me to create more nutrition advice on the internet feels redundant. It feels like I'm adding to just that whole information overload. And What it comes down to for me, it feels like it is, it's not a matter of us not having the information because it is all out there. And especially if you're struggling with food, you have probably researched all about nutrition and you might even be following a lot of recovery-based accounts, body image accounts, therapy accounts. But for me, it really is what happens after you put down the phone and what is happening in our lives outside off the computers. It's been an interesting process for me to try to figure out how to how to do this. And <laughs> it's not it, it's not exactly how I pictured it would be. And I just have to keep reminding myself to have self compassion and to give myself grace. To look at the messages and the conversations I have had where people have told me that this is really valuable work and have said that, you know, there's nothing like this out there people aren't really talking about this and that they would have really enjoyed taking this course so it's just a matter of time and diligence and self confidence that if I stick with it, I will get to the people who need it and whether you you feel like you need it or you're just a fan of mine i really appreciate you tuning into my podcast i definitely have more of like a (laughs) stream of consciousness style i probably will be more structured as i move through this but i'm just kind of feeling it out and seeing if i enjoy it and so far so good Part of me is like, oh, I need to have an outline. I need to write down my main talking points. you right. I have that part of me that wants to do that. But I also want to make sure that this is also about being human and showing our humanness because that is part of the work that I'm trying to do in the world. But that's also part of how I'm trying to live my life. And I talk about living in alignment. And for me, that's part of it is being human in my work life and showing my humanness so here i am (laughs) sitting in my bedroom talking to no one (laughs) being human Um, i hope you are doing well take a deep breath thank you for tuning in to the nutrition insight project podcast please rate and review if you've enjoyed what you've heard hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have nutrition friends or dietitian friends or anyone who you might think would like the podcast, please share. Word of mouth is the best way to get the podcast out into the world. If this is something that speaks to you and you want more information about any of my offerings, please reach out at nutritioninsightproject at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions on topics you'd like me to cover or guests that you'd like me to have on, or if you would like to be a guest, also please reach out. You can find me on the social media places at Nutrition Insight Project or Hannah Saffold. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day and that you have found value in today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.